the wayward wind is a restless wind. Michelle. <laughs> She's tired, so it's the equivalent of being drunk. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys, we listeners, we are just such dear friends and we love spending time together because we just laugh. You should have seen us earlier. We're just laughing. But anyways, in all seriousness, we wanted to come on and do a podcast today about um, something that, well, I would say I feel like Michelle is just like one of my best teachers and I feel like I've been no contact, so I know a lot of you guys have been on this journey, and um, I've finally gone completely no contact with, which we will do a whole other podcast on why no contact is great, um, but I've got no contact, and I'm filing for divorce officially, and it's really <laughs> exciting, and something that I go through, and I, I'm sure that many of you go through, is in the grieving process, experiencing anger, and there's been a couple times where I've been like, now that I am no contact and I've had such like space to process more in therapy and with friends, there's been a, some moments where I've just been like furious and livid when I think about um, my soon to be ex-husband. And Michelle kind of reminded me that like anger is part of the grieving process and it's okay. Cause I think like, well, I think it's because I learned a while ago, I used to, Cause I have a lot of anger and I felt bad about it. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be upset that I was angry. I'm like, I don't like this feeling. I don't want to be angry. I want it to go away. Mm -hmm. I don't like, it. I felt like ashamed about it. Like a lot of shame. Or you feel and like then, abusers are angry. Well, and, and then I like read about it and I was like, it said that women, you know, actually were, we're not really encouraged to express our anger, you know? And it said something about, I don't know if it was the same article, but how like crying is prettier. But if we get angry, then we get labels that we're on our period or we're crazy or we're premenstrual or, yeah. you know, it's, it's blamed on something because, you know, there's still that ingrained belief that says we have to show up in a certain way as women. Like yeah. We have to be feminine. Well, even and, in society, I feel like there's still something that's like, oh, like, if you're angry, you're going to get bad karma or you're going to put bad energy out there. And, and like, but it's like anger is well, a feeling. And I think there's an expectation of women too. Yeah. Because how, like how many times have you heard someone say smile, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, there's that expectation piece too, but I agree with you. I think it's just more like it is a normal human emotion. It's an emotion. And it's like, it's almost like we get shamed if we feel anger. And the, and look, just to be clear, we're not advocating for like taking your anger out on other people or like being abusive with your anger. But I think a lot of times when we're coming out of and healing from trauma of any kind, like anger is part of the grieving process. Yeah. I'm glad you clarified that because I'm not, I mean, people tell me things all the time when they're talking about their abusive partner and they're like, 
I want to, this sounds awful, but sometimes I just wish you would disappear. And I'm like, no, it makes sense. You're struggling. You're having a hard time. You're not a bad person for thinking that, you know, if it did happen, it would be a whole different story. You know, be heartbroken or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've heard of an abuser getting shot, not by, not by the, the victim, but by someone. And it's, you know, it's, you have feelings for this person is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but it's, a, I just, the reason I say all of that is because I think, you know, it's important to normalize anger. Uh, it, yeah. Because how are you not going to have, how, how are you not going to feel angry? And a lot of people say too, like, I don't want this person to have a hold on me. I don't want this person to like make me this way. And it's like, no, you're, you know, you're not doing anything wrong. This isn't really so much about him as it is you going through that process and it's normal because for me anyways I'll say it's better than suppressing it yeah because I will I will suppress it and suppress it and it's like I know it sounds like mindfulness I love because it's like just acknowledge the feelings you don't have to attach to them right you know watch them like like you would like clouds passing by and I don't know if I said this in a oh you know and then go go ahead Laura but I don't know if I said this in another podcast where um, I was talking about how people kind of make fun of women sometimes for self-care, for meditation or yoga. They're like, oh, I'm just that one. I do yoga. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. fuck that because yeah. it helps me. It helps me calm down yep. my mind. It's well, not like you know I'm totally is? zen. If we are mad and like if we're mad and like standing up for ourselves, then it's like, wow, that 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 woman is such a bitch. But that woman's such a Karen, you know, but if we're, if we're like, and there's a reason why they attach negativity to, you know, taking care of yourself or self care. But it's like, right. if you but give if we, out energy, you got to refill dude. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Dude. And I think like, but I kind of think, you know, my mom and I were talking about this recently. Like, you know, like if you stand up for yourself, you're a bitch. Mm-hmm. And if you don't stand up for yourself, like you just get taken advantage of. So it's like, I think for women, it's like, and factor in trauma. So like, you know, I think about like with my soon to be ex-husband, like any time that I expressed an emotion other than Susie Sunshine, it was like he would go walk over to the cabinet, take my birth control pills out and count them to see how if I was on my period and be and if and if I wasn't wow. on my period, if I was on my period to go oh, that's why you're being crazy right now. And I'm like, well, I'm not. <laughs> well, let me guess. He was allowed to express his anger, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. like probably in ways that he seemed like he was a child even. Absolutely. And then if like, if I wasn't on my like, you know, sugar pills, period pills, and it would be like, why, what's going on with you? You shouldn't be acting like this until such and such a date. And I think that's like, so I think like we kind of. Wait, 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 hold on. He said to you. You shouldn't be yeah. acting this way until this date. Yeah. Yeah. Cause y'all, we can just pretty much plan out our feelings. Yeah. You know, tomorrow, he, you know yeah. how I'm going to wait, but you know how I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to schedule being happy. Yeah. The next day mm-hmm. I'm going to schedule being happy. Oh, he said, the I next day, didn't I'm- know. I didn't actually understand what depression or anger was because he understood it and I didn't. And it's like, the thing is, is like, I don't think, I think once you leave a trauma, whatever your traumatic relationship looks like doesn't have to be you know whatever whatever your traumatic relationship looks like when we exit the relationship and we start to process 
we go through the, these like grief cycles. And so we might have days where we're like, I feel so empowered. I feel so happy. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. We have days where we're sad and grieving and like, why did this happen to me? I'm so angry. And I've felt, I've said a couple times to Michelle, like I hate him. And then I'll correct myself and go, I don't, I don't want to hate him. I don't want to put that energy on myself. And I feel super guilty. And Michelle's been kind of reminding me like, you know what? It's okay to feel that. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay as this person treated you terribly. So it's like, it's important to, anger is, anger is a valid thing to feel. And it's like, if you feel anger, would you say, Michelle, like if somebody's feeling anger, it's like, you know, I talked to my therapist and she goes, okay, let yourself just feel it. It's like what we do with it is what counts. Yeah. And then it just goes to show we have control over it. Yes. And, and unless if we're being pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, I mean, it's hard to do that when you're in a corner isolated and that person just picking on you all day because that's more flight, fight, freeze. But my, my beautiful friend Priscilla, she was doing this grief group and I've always thought that grief went in the stages you know how they say you know denial da, da, da. yeah but we're learning that's actually not accurate oh really you don't have to go through all of those phases to properly grieve and it's oh. not linear which makes right. so much sense to me because i think that could be too you know part of the grief yes but it could be minimized too like oh you're just going through it's like no i'm just a human being having human being feelings that's what I'm doing. I know it's weird, but I'm doing it. And I think when we express ourselves or we learn to place boundaries, people don't know how to take it. Yeah. They're like, whoa, who's this new person, you know, sticking up for themselves or placing a boundary for themselves. Yeah. And for me, it's uncomfortable too, because I'm like, holy shit, I'm placing a boundary. I like placed a boundary and then mm -hmm. unplaced it. I'm like, are we cool? Yeah. Because I don't, I'm so worried about coming across like a crazy angry feminist or something which yeah. if you look at the definition of feminism it's basically it has nothing to do with man hating um but anyways i i don't know where i'm going with that i just well, i want to say too really quick because I, I was just thinking right now too like i think um speaking to anyone who is listening who is currently still in and a trauma, traumatic or abusive or toxic relationship, there's also something too that's called reactive abuse, mm -hmm. where it's like some like because you maybe think of that when you said sometimes a person can push and push and push and push you, and they're like relentless and they're picking on you or whatever it Especially is. Especially when they know your triggers, yeah. and they know you really well. Oh my gosh! And that whatever they they're, know what to agitate, right? Whatever their whatever your thing might be. So like maybe it's they're just criticizing you and criticizing you and criticizing you and, cri and you finally just lose it. And then it's like, oh my gosh, you're so angry. You know, you're crazy. That's a thing too. Mm -hmm. So if you are in a traumatic relationship and you're experiencing that type of anger. I would highly suggest you do some research around reactive abuse. It does not yes. mean you're an abuser. It's basically getting pushed to your limit and then getting blamed for it, blamed for the abuse. And if you are a listener who's left a toxic or traumatic relationship, we just really want to encourage you that going through, I love so much how you said the stages of grief are not linear. It's not like how it's laid out on the piece of paper. It's like you can bounce back and forth between mm -hmm. 
you know, acceptance and not acceptance and There's anger not a and grief. Right. And I'm not saying, like, I don't want to attach to that, right? Like, I, I think if there's a certain point, if it's affecting my mental health or physical health, then I really want to work through that anger. But I think it's it's completely acceptable. And I also think about too, and so we look in media, and I always hated the name of this show, but I think it was on Lifetime, and it was Snapped. That's what it was. Oh, but, but we don't get the whole backstory. Yep of why that person snapped. Like they didn't just snap out of nowhere. Like yeah. it, the, you know, there was a reason. And you know, they like Lorena Bobbitt, if you saw that documentary, she was, she, you know, like I was just like She crazy. was being cheated on and abused. Yeah, I was yeah. just like that crazy woman cutting off her boyfriend's penis. And then I learned more and I was like, oh, she just snapped. And I, again, I'm not saying, right. we're, this we're, is not, I'm not saying murder people. Right. No, please, no, don't ever murder right. anybody. Right. Don't murder anyone. But just how it is portrayed in the yeah. media and how it goes back to those really rigid gender yeah. roles. Well, and I think actually that goes to something you said a few minutes ago that like when we suppress our anger and a lot of times when we're in an abusive relationship, we suppress our anger because the other person is bigger and louder than we are. And oftentimes we suppress our anger when we're out of the relationship because of societal pressure to be happy and to figure it out, or we feel guilty for being angry, or we've kind of been trained for so long in this relationship to not be angry that we do kind of snap. And so I think actually, you know, again, to reiterate, like, it's what you do with your anger. Like, I think I'll use myself as an example, like, I have felt angry because my soon-to-be ex-husband, who is extremely emotionally manipulative and abusive, who I know I've shared with the listeners before that I had felt suicidal and extremely in a bad place from the abuse. Um, like, I know now that we're not together for 10 months now, he's blaming me to people, like, and to mutual friends and, like, victimizing himself and 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 lying well he's got to create a story so people think he's the good yeah guy. he's the good guy i'm the bad guy and it's like let them have that story. and i can get so angry about that or i think about it's like, so invalidating or i think about how like i am bouncing between friends houses until my apartment's ready and like he's in our house that i paid for and it's like i can get so I like can feel it like burning in my chest and I get so angry. And what do I do? I just kind of shove it down and I'm, that's not healthy either. So well, I talked to my therapist about it on Monday and oh. that's where she was like, just be with it. It is something to be angry about and it's okay to be angry about that. But we have to learn to like, just even to vocalize to a friend and say, I am so angry hurt and angry about this like there's and it makes nothing my heart happy to know that, that that you know that's okay now yeah you don't have to be hard on yourself you don't have to feel like a bad person oh for... in the beginning i totally right i remember because he was still talking to me and telling me you're being crazy and i'm like i'm not crazy yeah and then like when he would say that to me because we had the same abuser it it made me crazy after yes, a while it saying it so crazy. so many times. And I'm actually, you know, looking up part of what can happen to the body when we suppress anger. Oh, yeah. And it what, says, what is that? Uh, well, anxiety and depression. Uh, and it also, and this is off of WebMD. Um, 
Anger has been linked to health issues such as high blood pressure, heart problems, headaches, skin disorders, and digestive problems. And this is an article on when you suppress anger. And there's not, this isn't just one article on it. There are lots and lots of articles on suppressing anger or emotions and the how it impacts you. And it's like, I can be really silly. I I don't think domestic violence is funny. That's just how I cope. Yeah. Because laughter is good for your health. Well, it's good for your health too. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your physical health. When I used to teach yoga, there was actually a type of yoga called laughter yoga. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Did you ever do it? I did. When I was in yoga school, we like tried all the different types of yoga. And did it feel weird? I, I always thought I'd just be like, this is, ha ha! You, know? <laughs> you do. You start off that way, but then by the end of the class, you're actually laughing, like for real and feeling joy. That's so cool. Yeah. Because I, I just, yeah, I wanted to be sincere. I don't want to be like, ha ha ha. Yeah, it starts <laughs> off forced and then it becomes real. But I just think like our emotions are. They are what they are and our emotions are healthy. And I just think when we're in toxic relationships, especially romantic relationships, I mean, and that's kind of like what we focus on in our podcast. Like we understand there's like many different types, you know, you can, your parents can be abusive, but we really kind of focus on the romantic relationships. And Mm -hmm. when you're in a romantic relationship where you're like, constantly picked on constantly told you're wrong maybe you're getting physically abused or financially abused or mentally emotionally abused whatever it might be we tend to push our feelings down because we want to keep the peace and we want to keep our partners happy and so we just kind of gaslight and train ourselves to not be angry and then we kind of numb and so when these relationships are over and we tend to we kind of overfeel all the things and anger being one of them. And anger is, it's just normal. If you feel angry, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, you're not, doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't, and I'll, I'll put emphasis on this. It does not mean you're a bad person. No, it because and it, it does it's, not it's, mean it's a, you're the abuser. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Because I hear people all the time say, I don't like who I've become. Yeah. I don't like how I am. And it's like, I keep saying it's like, sorry. Uh, Yeah. And I think we do that and we beat up on ourselves Mm -hmm. and it's easy to do that when we're already feeling bad about ourselves. Yeah. So I was reading too about women in anger. It says for men, anger is deemed masculine, which we know, but I just think it's good to read for women. Society often tells us it's unacceptable, but cultural messages that a woman's rage is toxic can negatively, negatively, negatively affect our mental and physical health. Being told as a woman that anger is bad can cause shame to build, which can prevent us from expressing this, this healthy emotion. And Anger can drive you. It can it can motivate you. I know it motivates me. Like mm-hmm. if I have a certain type of anger, that's when I really get shit done. Mm-hmm. When I feel passionate, and I'm, you know, so it can it's it's always associated with a negative thing. Not always. I don't. I always say this, but it's true. I well, hate I do, generalizing. I do, but I do think the majority of the time it's not a compliment if someone's like, 
ooh, like you're really angry, you know? Right. And, and it can be also used to make us feel guilty. It's invalidating. Like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, like this statement has gone through my head a lot. What's wrong with me? Or I'm scared. Or just like how you said, you'd have like, you know, clients come and say to you, like, I don't like who I am anymore. I've never done this I've before. I've never been like this before. I think I've shared before on this podcast, but Dr. Um, Heidi who is wonderful, and I highly recommend checking out her podcast. It's not normal. It's toxic with Dr. Heidi. She's wonderful. And she shares that when she was in her abusive, toxic relationship, when she got out, she became a screamer. And she really freaked out because she was like, I've never been a screamer before. And she that was kind of like what she says was like the catalyst that told her, I really need to have somebody help me process through these emotions. So I think that's like another thing I want to bring up. Like if you are in a relationship or you have exited the relationship and you're feeling anger, like notice it, but also go like, okay, what can I do? Like, what is that anger telling you? Like, like my first husband, his, his um, therapist at the VA used to say to him, Anger is a secondary emotion often brought on by like hurt or fear. Mm -hmm. So it's like when we are feeling anger, it can, we should also maybe not should, I hate the word should, we could also take pause and go, okay, like what is making me feel angry right now? Mm -hmm. Not going to judge it. I'm not going to beat myself up with it. I'm just going to be really curious and show up with like kind curiosity of like, wow, I'm really angry right now. Like today I was driving to Sprouts and I was so angry at my soon to be ex-husband. And I, by the time I pulled into the parking lot, I went, okay, I am so, I am literally working myself into a tizzy right now. Like where I'm like physically feeling like I could, you know, and I'm like, okay, let me just sit in the car for a moment and just think like, what is the, what is causing this anger why am what do I need to pay attention to it's hard to do too because I've been doing practicing that and I'm like it's so easy but it's not right. you, know, you know what I mean it's like it sounds reasonable right yeah. but there's moments where I'm like why didn't I just do this thing before yeah. but that's okay it, it it really does take practice and also you know in an abusive relationship when the abusive person knows us they get yeah. you know they know our traumas they know our sensitive spots so like uh someone might attack a woman who is a mom and her how she's parents mm-hmm. or so and that's a, that's like a really sensitive spot for her so yeah, they, first really of all they home. know how to poke at you they know how mm-hmm. to get you you and, and it's done it's a tactic you know I, I can't tell you enough like how many times i've heard where they intentionally got the the victim so worked up and they knew they would they would record it mm-hmm. and use it later use it again and i was them. talking to this one woman and she was like i feel like my husband's he's just like sending me these mm-hmm. weird texts almost like he's creating a story to back it up over his text and i thought that was so like she caught it mm-hmm. you know and she wasn't engaging but he was trying to build this story and it's that it's that strategic y'all yeah, that it really strategic. is. Laura? Mm, Lara. Lara. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know oh. what it is? I think it's like when I say your name, I panic and I'm going to say it wrong and then I mess it up more. I'm like, Lara! <laughs> you know, when I was young, a lot of my, most of my friends and when I was in high school called me La. Yeah? That was my nickname. And all of my best friends, they just called me La. 
Like, can La. I call you La? Yeah, just okay. call me La. Because I, I, I feel like when I say your name, I get anxiety because I don't want to get it wrong. And you don't do it. It's all my shit. <laughs> Trust me. Just call me La. I'm That's serious. why I'm in therapy. Every user, too, every listener, you can call me La. Literally, I actually got so used to when I was young, when I was in like high school and college, I got so used to everybody just calling me La. Mm-hmm. That like anyone who knew me, if they called me Lara, I'd be like, huh? Because everyone just say, like, hey, La. You know what? I got really, like, people would always, always call me Shakira. Really? <laughs> I'm gonna call you Shakira. They're like Shakira. Is, gonna, that Shakira. is that Shakira? No, we're it's gonna just a, rename it's just our show. Lady, that white lady. The saga of La and Shakira. I get confused. I get confused for Shakira all the time. <laughs> I wish she's so amazing. Oh my god. Oh my god. All I right. I love Shakira. Okay. All right, users. I mean, why do I keep saying users? You guys, I am so sorry. We're recording this late, and I'm so exhausted, and I need to get going home. Is it 1143? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's 8.43. My, my computer. I work for a company back east, so the computer's on East Coast time. But Because you were like, it's late. And I'm like, how late is it? And it's only 8.43. But that is <laughs> late for me. It is. <laughs> I'm like, I well, need to go night Let's sum up really quick. We just want to sum up really quick that um listeners not users listeners we really or you might be using i mean like <laughs> well, you're using, using your, your talents you're using your talents your ears you're using your ears to listen we really appreciate you guys tuning in every week and just if the, we can give any um tools at the end of this podcast it's that as always you're not alone you're not crazy Anger is a normal and healthy emotion, just like Michelle shared. I'm sorry, just like Shakira shared <laughs> that there's there's yeah. even repressing anger can cause anxiety, headaches, all kinds of physical symptoms. So what you do with your anger is also just as important. So just notice if you feel angry, listen to that and try to think, what is the root of this anger? And and we are always here. If you have questions about this, we actually just started a TikTok, Wayward Woman Foundation. We've got our website coming soon. We've got the email waywardwomenpodcast at gmail.com. I was just going to say, can you because we don't know if we gave you the wrong one. We're going to be honest. Yeah, it's <laughs> Wayward like, Women, women being W-O-M-E-N, waywardwomenpodcast at gmail.com. Please shoot us, us an email. Yes, please. Let us know what you want to hear about We're or on, something we haven't touched yeah, on. Yeah, or maybe you just have a question. Like, yeah. Actually, I would love to do a, a answer questions over the over TikTok. Ah, I would I like love that. to do that where we go like live on Instagram or on I think TikTok's better. Like where we go on TikTok and do like Yeah. You know, if you um, have any questions at yeah. all, feel free. Uh, Message us be- on TikTok and we will try to answer questions, but And also just to clarify, the TikTok is called wayward women foundation yeah because that's what our website's going to be called too wayward women foundation and we hope that you're still finding this helpful um i've had some people reach out to me recently uh my beautiful friend stephanie such ugh, she gave us 25 dollars for coffee oh, <laughs> i know i know that's so amazing. i've had people tell me i've been listening to your podcast yeah. and i genuinely appreciate that because all i really want is us to know these things so we know how to take care of ourselves and so that we know that we're we're worth dignity and respect. We deserve that. And it's so important yeah. because I really do feel like 
you know, I, I don't want that to be normal. I don't yeah. want it to be normal. And these were not things that we knew. Like when we were going exactly. through our still abusive relationship, like I didn't know these things. And honestly, finding like a podcast like Dr. Heidi's was like a godsend. That was a game changer for me. I would literally go pretend to go to the grocery store just so I could listen to her podcast because it was like, I felt like a deer in like the forest that there's no water and I like was finally drinking from a lake it was just like because it was so it was like oh my gosh all these things I'm feeling are normal and that's what we want to impart you guys are normal anger is normal anger is healthy the difference is unlike an abusive person unlike an abusive person who would use that anger towards somebody because they're not willing to look at it we would encourage you if you do feel anger embrace it feel it and also just try to think of like, don't repress it, express it, and then look at why am I feeling this way? Not in a beat yourself up kind of way. Not in like, why am I feeling like this? But like, huh, also, interesting. Why am I feeling like this? It's a suggestion to like, because, yeah. you know, consider, you know, trying something different. Yeah. Because, and I think too, you know, there are ways to ha- things you can do to attend to the anger, right? you know? Right. So even if you look online, it'll tell you doing something creative helps with anger. Yes. So it is uh, absolutely normal. It's okay to feel it and it's okay not to feel it. Yeah. I get it. Sometimes we, you know, I'm, I can compartmentalize all day. So yeah. I think, you know, again, if you, if it, cause oh. like, I just want to say real quick, sometimes I would get angry that I was angry and then just like, ah, that's a thing too. So suggestion is just please be gentle on yourself. Yeah, just be please. gentle, be gentle be with gentle. yourself and, and be patient with yourself and you're not crazy. You're not crazy. And as always, if you would please check us out on TikTok and Instagram and we're on anywhere um, that podcasts can be found and listened to we would really greatly appreciate especially on like the bigger ones like spotify or apple i i podcast it's an apple there's an i there's a pod apple podcast (laughs) we would really appreciate um a you know five-star review if you feel called to do that it really helps get our message out to more women and then as always we like to share the yes and i just want to say again i can't emphasize enough to please email us if we haven't covered a topic that you really are curious about or want to hear about. Uh, So make sure if you do need to reach out to someone and you're struggling, you can always call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Also, you can text. Uh, You text START and you text START that's capital S-T-A-R-T. I don't know if it's case sensitive. I'm telling you just in case. You can do text start to 1-800-799-SAFE. Thank you for your support, everyone. And I really hope you're doing good out in the world. There's a lot going on right now. So stay safe. And we appreciate you. We appreciate you. We love you. And you're not crazy. And you're not alone. Mm-hmm.